Well, hello everybody. If you've made it this far, thank you. So this is episode four. Uh, hopefully you've listened through our first couple and uh, have enjoyed them. And we're going to keep on doing these until uh, you guys say otherwise. Um, first and foremost, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Go ahead and check out all of our gear at www.risenfly.com. And if you did happen to check out those other episodes before, we're still trying to find a name for this thing. Uh, so go ahead and check out the comments below. Um, we also are currently working on getting all this stuff uploaded to the other podcast uh, sources through Apple and Google. So hopefully by the time this one comes out, we'll have all that figured out. Um, but yeah, go ahead and subscribe to the channel so that you make sure you know when all of our new podcasts come up. Today, uh, I think we kind of need to revert back to the beginning. So some of you know who we are if you're listening to us now, and others of you might not. So I figured we would just kind of talk a little bit about um, who who I am and what our company is and where we came from and where we're going. Um, so just kind of a, uh, a timeline of, uh, of Risen Fly Fishing. So my name's Ryan. I started the company back in 2012. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was kind of a culmination of about a handful of different things of how the, the company started. Uh, I grew up with my dad being an entrepreneur, started his own electrical contracting business, uh, helped support the family for all the years on that, and just kind of saw how he ran everything. And I was like, that looks, that looks fun. That looks interesting. Maybe we'll do something like that eventually. Um, got into fly fishing, oh, probably pushing 20 years ago, uh, and Nobody in my family did it. None of my friends did it. I really have no idea how I got into fly fishing. Um, but I think I just looked at it one day, you know, didn't watch a river runs through it and be like, oh, I want to be like Brad Pitt. Um, if that's you, sorry. Um, but uh, I just said, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's figure this thing out. So I got a fly rod for my birthday. I vividly remember sitting in my parents' backyard trying to figure out how to cast this thing and my family members, which none of them have ever fly fished before, were trying to give me tips. So they're like, ah, I don't think that's how you do it. I was like, like, you know how. Um, so got into fly fishing, you know, one of those cheap starter out kits from Dick's Sporting Goods for 120 bucks with everything you need. Um, and then you're like, okay, I need waders. I need this. I need that. And, and everything in the whole industry was pretty expensive. Um, so did that on my own for a few years, got a couple rods, tried other species, met some friends that did it. Um, and, and then after a few years, I was like, man, look at these top end gear, um, you know, rods and reels and everything like that. And I said, I can't afford any of that stuff. So found another company that uh, kind of came out and was doing a lot of the same things we're doing right now and looking at them and talk to the owner and, uh, and he was kind of very open on how things were working and uh, actually met him years down the road and uh, was just as friendly, even though I was a competitor of his. So uh, shout out to him, but uh, we won't mention any names here. Um, but anyway, so it was uh, probably just a handful of years into fly fishing, uh, really cut my teeth with a lot of very wise fly fishermen out there, met a lot of people, just reading books, learning things online, fishing with other people. Um, finding some, a decent amount of success. And then, uh, pretty much every year, one of my goals was just to teach someone new to fly fish. So whether it was a buddy at church or someone in the neighborhood or, you know, family member, it was, uh, Hey, why don't we check this out? See if you like it. Cause I like it. So let's go have fun. 
and uh, and I started looking around and and I looked at uh, some other uh, sources for being able to create products. So rods, reels, fly lines, flies, all this stuff, and just doing all this research. And uh, my wife and I had been married for a few years at that point in time. And and uh, every husband knows that there's always a, a point in time where you have a question you want to ask your wife, and you know without a shadow of a doubt the answer is no, but you ask it anyways. And that was my question to my wife. It was, uh, do you think I could have some money to start a fly fishing company? So the great wife that I have, you know, all good men marry up, and I married up. She goes, yeah, I'm sure we can figure something out. So that's where it all started. So that was um, probably the middle of 2012. Uh, started doing some research, figured out kind of my budget to start the company, got a handful of things in, mainly just fly lines, backing, a few tools and accessories. Sold those on eBay for a few months, then got some advice on building a website and built that website and opened it up in October of 2012. Um, so if you're listening to this now, we are almost nine years into the business in just a couple months, um, and started that company as Risen Fly. Uh, so risenfly.com is where our website is now. Uh, so in the nine years, we've drastically changed. So we started with, uh, a couple reels. Uh, those reels we've since moved on and added new series to them. And then we've added rods, we've added uh, fly lines, we went to a, a new manufacturer since we opened everything up. Tools, um, I mean fly rods we added, we started with one, now we have technically one, two, three, four, five, we're prototyping two more right now. Um, flies, I didn't want to get into flies, I had a buddy that was helping me out and packing all of our orders for a few years, and he's like, you gotta do flies. I said, flies are a nightmare. I said, inventory will be horrible. You got to carry a bunch. Um, and he's like, okay, I'll do it. I was like, okay, whatever you want to do. So he started with flies and now we have a lot of flies. Uh, just, <laughs> um, just to put that into perspective, I just put an order in about three weeks ago for almost 100,000 flies to add to the shop. Um, so we're boosting our inventory, uh, expecting growth, and then we're also adding a ton of new patterns. So... So yeah, each time that we were looking at a new major product, I mean, there's always minor products like, okay, we're going to add a fly box or we're going to add, you know, some leaders or indicators or little tools like that. Um, but a major product like a rod or a reel, we, uh, it typically takes us about 18 months to get through that process. Um, so we'll look at something we want to build. Rods are a little bit more um, in, well, let's see, complicated in ways. So usually what I'll do through uh, one of the few manufacturers that we use is I'll just get a, a very generic prototype of what I want. I want this rod size. I want this rod action. I want um, this quality of graphite for it. Uh, throw that together and let me go fish it for a while. So I'll fish it. I'll send it out to other people that uh, I trust in the business um, or just other people that are a very avid fishermen. Uh, we'll run through that and then we'll sit down and talk about it and go through okay, this is what I'd change. You know, we might want to change the guides. We might want to make the rod faster or slower. Um, you know, little components, things here and there. I'll typically go through a second set of prototyping from there. So then we'll get all of those things fixed. And then possibly a third round, which will be minor things like, okay, we want the rod blank to be a different color or the thread wraps to be a different color. Uh, most of the major things are done in the first round or two of prototypes on what the rod is as you know as the performance side of things and then we do the the cosmetic side later uh, so something like our goliath rod that we brought out last fall uh, took a long time 
um, because it was very different from anything we'd done before. So go ahead and check that out. So it's got a, a golf grip on it from wind grips. Um, coloration is different. It's a saltwater rod. So we had to really do some work on making sure the stainless steel worked on the real seat and the guides and all that stuff. Um, and we go through that process um, on a lot of our major products. Uh, so right now we're actually prototyping two different new lines of rods. Uh, so I just got the first line of prototypes in for some switch and spay rods. Uh, we've had a ton of people over the years ask for those. So we're at least uh, trying to work on those. Whether it works out or not, we'll figure out in about a year. And then working on a small stream rod. Here in Pennsylvania, we're just north of Pittsburgh. Uh, we've got the Allegheny Mountains that are north of us. Um, and a lot of the states around us, uh, New York, Pennsylvania here, um, West Virginia, Maryland, they all have all these really small streams that uh, a lot of fishermen love targeting. So, you know, you, you, you take 20 minutes to be able to hike to the stream. Uh, these streams are 10 feet wide at the most. They hold brook trout, brown trout, even some rainbow trout that are typically five to eight inches. And people are like, well, what's the big deal about those little fish? Well, it's the places that they are, um, the way that you fish, you've got to kind of watch your shadow and cover yourself and, um, you know, make sure that you're not spooking the fish. Um, but a lot of times there's really tight cover, so you need some shorter rods to be able to get into that. So we've got our first round of prototypes on that coming in in the next month or so. So as I'm going into all this great detail, um, you can kind of see how something as small as just a couple reels and some fly lines has grown into where we are today. Um, and a lot of the a lot of the inspiration behind that, like I said before, um, was price. You know, you look at some of the top end rods through the big companies, and they're over a thousand dollars right now. Which to me, um, especially when I go back to trying to teach someone to do it every every year, uh, was was impossible. You know, I was uh, in my mid-20s at that point, um, late 20s, and, um, you know, you teach someone in that age that maybe they're married, have an entry-level job, kid or two, like, hey, you need to spend $3,000 to get into fly fishing. They're like, you're nuts. I'm just going to go buy a cheapo spin rod at Walmart and catch some fish. So I said, we need an alternative to be able to figure that out, and uh, and that's what I started doing. So I wanted to make sure that not only... Um, we were getting good quality products out there, but the pricing was right. And then on top of that, I remember one of the first rods I broke, I was steelhead fishing, it was below freezing, ice was up on my guides, and, uh, and it was a nine foot rod, and I was stretching to try to clear the ice off of the tip top of my rod, and when I cleared the ice off, I came back with about three inches of the tip section. Um, so my only rod that was big enough to handle steelhead had broken. So of course I attempted to fish the rest of the day. That didn't work out very well. Um, and came back and realized, okay, you've got to pay a warranty fee to get it done, which isn't a big deal, but I got to ship the whole rod to the West coast. So that took a week, it took them about four or five weeks to, um, to go through the warranty claim process, whether they fixed it by repair or they replaced it. And then another week to get back to me. So it was six weeks by the time I got back and my steelhead season was done. Um, so with that, it was, okay, when I start my company, I'm going to do things different. So if we've got any sort of warranty claim, whether it was, you know, broken uh, on the stream from a big fish, uh, you snapped it in the car door, your kid stepped on it, whatever those things are, we got a, um, we have a warranty claim process on our website. 
shoot me a picture via email, tell me your shop story as to how it happened, and we just mail you a new piece. So a lot of times those warranty claims will take a day or two to process and you'll be back fishing in the next week rather than six weeks. Um, so I saw that as being important for our customer service end of things. So as we continue to grow, we added a lot more products um, and growth as a new business, especially in a market like this, was was very slow the first couple of years. It was, you know, I was excited to sell a couple things here and there, you know, maybe 10 sales a week. Um, fast forward to today, we get 10 sales in an afternoon sometimes. Um, but uh, we continue to grow, continue to just reinvest it. It was a side job for me, a background in financial planning. Uh, so I knew some of, the, some of the business end of things to be able to get things moving and and just teaching myself all this stuff, teaching online advertising and social media and, you know, search engine optimization and all this stuff that uh, as an online business you had to know. And uh, I didn't really have a clue. So read articles, figured it out on my own, made mistakes, and uh, and then just surrounded myself with other people that maybe knew a little bit more than me and figured it out. Company grew. I would say we kind of hit our stride in 2017, 2018, uh, really started growing, almost doubling every year. And then I was like, okay, we're growing at a fast pace. Um, I can't handle this as a side gig anymore. Um, some other cha- things changed with my main business. And I was like, okay, let's let's take a big step and open a shop. So in uh, April of 2020, actually March of 2020, we were supposed to open our shop. If you remember what happened then, I'm sure you do. It wasn't good, so we didn't uh, we didn't open our storefront because of uh, all the shutdowns that were happening from COVID last year. Um, but we did like a soft opening and allowed a, li- a limited amount of people in the shop at a time, and then did our grand opening about two two and a half months from when we were expecting it to at the end of May last year. Um, and things have been going great. We get a lot of great response in our shop. Uh, you know, a lot of people give us positive uh, feedback on. Hey, you go, your products are great. Your pricing is great. Your customer service is great. You know, we walk in here and feel welcome. Um, I get I get teased because of the chair that sits in my shop, which is, uh, you know, from some of my friends. They're like, you got to get rid of that chair because people just sit down and talk to you for an hour. I was like, yeah, but that's part of having a fly shop too. Like people want to come in and just BS about their life or BS about their fishing stories and, you know, tell you about this and ask you questions. And, and uh, that's what the chair is for. Like come in pull up a chair, I'll grab you a cup of coffee, and uh, we can just sit and chat for an hour. And I've got work to do, but, uh, you know, the customers are are important, and it's fun kind of meeting all you people compared to just being online. Uh, so that's been a lot of the fun of having the shop. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to literally a little over a year later now, um, looking at growth and expansion. So not only do we have our shop, but um, we've been getting our products into other shops across the country. So... Literally in the last week, we've uh, added contacts to get our gear into a shop in Nevada, uh, New Mexico. In the last year, we've also added one in Texas, Illinois, um, or some of our other ones, West Virginia. Um, and then we've had a few for uh, a little bit of time here and there, Pennsylvania. Uh, shout out to Seth up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, we've got one still trying to reopen after all the shutdowns and some stuff in Vermont. And uh, still trying to expand all those things. So it's been, uh, in a, like I said, a few in Pennsylvania as well. Um, so it's been fun. It's been exciting um, kind of seeing where the company's going. And I've got big plans uh, even from here to expand even more 
you know, we still want to continue to get into other shops. So one of the programs that we have, uh, not only just wholesale pricing to shops so they can make money, but if you guys out there who are listening, refer your local shop and they get us in there, uh, we give you guys a gift card just as a thank you as the re- for the referral there. Um, so, you know, if you've got a favorite shop out there, you love our products, you're like, oh, I'd like to see some of that face-to-face because you're on the other side of the country as us, uh, get us connected there and we'll send you a gift card so that you can um, pick up some of our gear and, uh, and a little bit of a thank you and appreciation for helping us uh, to continue to grow and expand. And then on the growth and expansion side of things, um, we're actually contemplating maybe opening a second shop or even franchising down the road. Um, so there's some big goals and aspirations that I have. Uh, I'm never like content with, oh, you know, we grew a little bit. Let's just keep it where it is. Like, no, I've got grand plans to be a brand where we're going to be everywhere and people are going to know who we are. We're going to be recognizable. We're going to be in a lot of shops all across the country and maybe have our own branded shops down the road too, um, besides our main headquarters here in, in the Pittsburgh area. So uh, that's kind of it. If you guys want to ask any questions, um, go ahead and fire them below or even shoot us an email or any of our social media accounts have our, our chat functions on there. Um, and we've got, you know, like I said, a lot of great things going on. So our, our products are priced right. Um, we're really working towards constantly bringing out new stuff, figuring out maybe some things that uh, not a lot of other companies do. Um, you know, I look out at like that small stream rod series that we're working uh, I can think of maybe one company that really has uh, a, a lineup of rods that are zero to three weights, and that's really what we're looking for here. Um, so it's kind of a niche market there, but I think that uh, we can come out there and, and bring a, a series of products and get people interested in them at the right price and um, and go out and do something that I absolutely love doing myself, which is these, we call them blue lines in the, you know, in the circuit there which is these just little blue lines you might find on a map and maybe they've got trout and maybe they don't. Um, but you go out and explore them and, and just have a blast on these little streams that you'll hike a couple miles uh, throughout the day. So, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this one, probably a little bit more long winded than the other ones, but maybe you had a long drive and you enjoyed me talking to you for the whole time because you're sitting there by yourself. Um, but, uh, we appreciate you guys checking into our podcast Uh, We've got more coming up. Our plan right now is we're trying to record a handful to get them kind of in the, you know, in in the background there so we can continue to post them, post them once a week right now. And then uh, as we continue to get more um, logged back, we can post maybe two a week. So we're going to continue to put these out there. Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, I appreciate you listening to me and uh, just talk for half an hour, whatever it's been now. Um, Make sure you check out our website, www.risenfly.com. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you in the next episode.